all the good things. We got all the good things. A story to uplift and moments of bliss to remind us all that life is a gift and because we truly care all the good things we share all the good things happy monday friends welcome back to all the good things podcast i'm your host melissa and i'm your host esme and we are back again with another Little Things episode. We love these episodes because they're short, sweet, and help you remember all the wonderful little things that are still worth celebrating that happen in your life. But before we begin that, a special announcement, which you guys already kind of know, but I'm going to say it again anyway, is that we are on Patreon at All The Good Things Podcast. So if you wish to support us in any way, we super appreciate it. The link for our Patreon is in all of our episode bios. So you can click on that link right there. And then before we get into the little things, Esme, share with me your good thing for this week. My good thing for this week is that my grandparents are healthy. Yay! Healthy grandparents is always an awesome thing. I know it's so good. Um, Yeah, so they're just, it's on my heart because I talked to them recently and they're doing as well as they can be. And I know that this time with COVID is super hard for a lot of people, um, but especially for um, our grandparents and people who are a little bit more susceptible to getting getting sick, right? So mm-hmm. Lola and Lola, I love you. I'm so happy you're you're good and healthy and, and safe. I love that. And I'm sending you guys love too. Oh, thanks, Melissa. <laughs> and uh, what is your good thing? Mine is not nearly as wholesome as yours. Um, <laughs> but this week, we're celebrating the really, really small things. And for me, I'm super grateful for whoever uh, created the combination of peanut butter and chocolate. Because last week was a bit <laughs> stressful. And I found myself having a huge sweet tooth and I tried peanut butter and chocolate for the first time in a while. I say a while, but you know, three weeks maybe. And I realized this is literally the most satisfying taste I've ever had. And I still ultimately think peanut butter and chocolate is the best dessert out there. I mean, haters going to hate, but I love it, and it's so good. And I sometimes take that for granted. I forget how awesome candy can be. So I'm enjoying that little thing this week. That's a great little thing. I love it. Thank you. Thank you very much. (laughs) Can I add a sidebar to that? Yeah. (laughs) I'm on my period, and I've been having, like, so many chocolate desires in the weirdest (laughs) combinations. So that was me last week. The other day, I uh, put some chocolate cocoa butter and spread it around a tortilla and then folded it up like a wrap and heated it up on a skillet. So it's like a A crepe. Kind of. (laughs) (laughs) I really wanted to sprinkle powdered sugar on it, but I didn't have powdered sugar. So I sprinkled the top with um, cocoa powder. Was it It good? It was really good. Yeah. Oh, that sounds delicious. It was easy too. Well, that actually does really sound delicious and you're making me crave chocolate even more. So thank you very much. <laughs> Yum, chocolate. But now on to our actual Little Things episode and stories that don't involve us. And Esme's going to start us out with her first one. 
Yay, I get to start off the little things. I'm so excited for this one. And my little good story for this moment right here is that the White House has new residents who you're all aware of, Champ and Major, President Biden's dogs. <laughs> they just moved in. And according to CNN, Champ is loving his big bed by the fireplace. And Major loves running around the South Lawn. And I thought this was such a good thing, really important, because our previous president didn't have a dog, and he was the first president in 130 years to not have a dog in the White House. So now there's two, and they're back, and Major is actually the very, very first shelter dog to ever live in the White House. So Welcome, Major and Champ. That made me very happy. Very, very, very happy. I hope you get to sleep on the president's bed because that's reaching new levels. Oh, this dog is already peak dog. Like, <laughs> started from a shelter, <laughs> now you're at the White House. I know. He's, He's crushing like, it. This exists. He's crushing that's it. That's awesome. Anywho, Champ and Major are now the newest White House residents, and they absolutely deserve it. Well, that's a beautiful one. We love you, Champ and Major. Can't wait to see you frolicking more out on the South Lawn. My Little Thing features a three-year-old boy and his mother, who seems to be a toddler whisperer. Now, this video, you can find it on Today News online. But this little boy named Levi was really, really wanting a snack. He just wanted some goldfish, and he was throwing quite the tantrum to his mommy. Goldfish are worth a tantrum, man. So good. <laughs> But Pennsylvania mom Kayla saw this as an opportunity to teach her son how to keep himself calm and grounded and peaceful, and she taught him some breathing exercises. So in this video, you can watch little Levi take deep breaths in and out and utilize this to help keep him calm while he asks for his snack. Oh my gosh. I love it. And we've mentioned on this podcast a gazillion times the power of breathing deeply and just connecting to yourself and being mindful of that breath. And I think it's a beautiful thing and a super smart thing to start incorporating that with children. Should we breathe right now? Let's take a deep breath in together. Inhale, fill up your lungs. Open mouth, exhale, let it go. I instantly feel better. Feels so good. So good. Everyone try that with us. Rewind and try it. <laughs> All right, friends. My next little good story is also inspired by the recent presidential inauguration. And if you watched it, there is one woman who stole the show in my book and in the books of many others. And she is this gorgeous young black woman who was standing at the inauguration in this stunning yellow coat and started a speech that turned into one of the most beautiful poems I'd heard in a very, very long time. And I listened to it and just thought to myself, oh my goodness, who is this queen? So my little good story is telling you about this queen and her name is Amanda Gorman. She is only 22 years old, 
which makes her the youngest inaugural poet in U.S. history. She didn't just go to Harvard. She graduated cum laude. So she's amazing. She was also the first national youth poet laureate. And she joins a tiny group of five famous poets to grace the inauguration of U.S. presidents, of which include Robert Frost and Maya Angelou. So she is, uh, <laughs> she, she has set ooh, the bar She high. is making history. And in case you didn't get it, or if you did and you want to hear it again, I'm just going to read the very last little chunk of her poem called The Hill We Climb, because it's my favorite part. When day comes, we step out of the shade, aflame and unafraid. The new dawn blooms as we free it. For there is always light if only we're brave enough to see it, if only we're brave enough to be it. That part was amazing. And the mic drops. Woo! Incredible. Mm. Yep, you've probably seen her quote circulating around on the internet. I can't wait to read whatever else she puts out or whatever else she shares. It's going to be epic. I just know that much. All right. What's your next good thing, Melissa? My next good thing features the brilliance that occurs when you really care for your brother and bettering the lives of humans indeed. So, Juliana Featherman was inspired by her brother who has autism and ADHD, and he's currently 22 and due to COVID and not having school or being able to go out, he's lacked a lot of social connection. And it's been very hard for him to make friends during this time. So Juliana was inspired to create an app to help people with special needs make friends. Oh my goodness. I know. And her app is called Making Authentic Friendships. And the app connects people over age 13. And it connects them based on their age, their diagnosis, their interests, and their geographical location. And it's already available in all 50 states and over 45 countries. So spread this around to those who you think it might serve. It's called Making Authentic Friendships. And let's see everyone get on board with continuing to spread this app into more popularity for those who need it. I love that. Oh my goodness. I love it too. Passing it on to my cousin. I see you, Gage. I love you. (laughs) So cute. All right, I'm going to take it away with another little story here. And this one comes from our listener, Anna Flourish. So shout out to you, Anna. She's amazing. And she has had a very, very, very um, tumultuous couple of years of her life. And she has always had a very intelligent, profound, and eclectic intelligence about her, just in her brain. Her thoughts are fascinating. And she has combined these thoughts, her life, and her love of sharing and her love of providing people with things to help them heal and become better. And she made a book. She's an author. She published a book, um, self-published. It's called You Will Die. And it is a big black cover with just super bold words. And it seems a little dark and ominous. 
But the whole point, and I open the first page, and after the dedication, it says, you will die, but will you live? So the whole point of the book is about how you can truly live, right? So oh, I love that. It's a, it's exciting. I bought a copy. It just arrived. I'm have it on my bedside table to read, and I'm really proud of her. It's been something that she has been really eager to do, and she she did it. So congratulations, Anna, and check it out if you're looking for a nice, uh, easy read. It's short and sweet, so go for it. That's awesome. That's a huge feat, and that takes a lot of dedication, time, and energy, and love. So I'm super happy for you, Anna, that you poured your heart into it and made it happen. Go, girl. All right, I'm going to wrap it up with one last little story, and this one is short and sweet. And it happened in my hometown of Tennessee. And this wonderful news is that volunteers from the nonprofits Keep Tennessee River Clean and Johnsonville State Historic Park came together to remove 9,200 pounds of trash from the Tennessee River, which is also one of the dirtiest rivers in the U.S., And that was just in one day. And they're already planning another couple events to clean up more trash from the river, from around the town, and in general, just to keep the country clean. So super proud of you guys. And I'm super happy to see Tennessee making strides on getting more environmentally friendly. Woo! That's awesome. Thank you guys so much for listening to our little stories today. I hope they gave you some inspiration or if anything kept you up to date with what's going on in the world. There's a lot to be grateful for and a lot to celebrate. So we will see you next Monday with an epic episode of Good Stories. That's right. Till then, we wish you a wonderful week. And please continue to send us your little things and good stories at all the good things podcast at gmail.com or on Instagram. You can shoot us a message through your DMs. Otherwise, we will see you next Monday. Woo! Bye, friends! All the good things. We got all the good things. A story to uplift and moments of bliss To remind us all that life is a gift And because we truly care All the good things we share All the good